I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. And welcome back to the We Got The Chocolates podcast. What the frick is that? Don't they do dad jokes? Wait, there's a podcast? Yeah, there's a podcast, you numpty. It's the sports chat and debates for you and your mates. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. I was thinking the podcast was doing quite well, but if you call me for a yarn, you the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> oh, well, I might be going to the slaughterhouse, but Novak's got deported. Oh, what the hell's that in my ass? <laughs> I actually didn't think it was possible for the script to get any worse. <laughs> Scouts, welcome back. It's episode 115 of the We Got The Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Mitch. And I'm Andrew. And it's great to have you back with us for another week where we you can get the feel of a post-match beer in your headphones uh, and our non-professional opinions, I would say. It is one of the better podcasts going around for the chat and debates that you should be having with your mates. And we are going to, I believe, start with a review. Mitch? Yeah, and I'm taking it this week. Look at me go. And this one comes from Damn Africa. Can't imagine that's on his birth certificate, but that's on Apple Podcasts. Well, you can have um, a shame skin 2022 <laughs> after all. Oof. Could have got it yeah. legally changed. Straws and Toto's Africa. Yeah. Oh, that is a good tune, in fairness. Yeah, there's a YouTube uh, video. Very hard to karaoke yeah. too, by Well, way. I was going to say, there's a YouTube video of that where the words are like one beat out of the music. That would be annoying. Oh, it oh, is like, it's yeah. mind-numbing. It's incredible. <laughs> Do they you, use it for torture? If you've got four minutes to kill while you're on the john or something like that, have a listen. Well, you know me, Gabe's always on the tools. Now, Skin, I think you were saying something. Yeah, actually, I was, I was reading out a review of it. It's going to Skin. If I could just get back to that. So it's uh, titled Locker Room Banter. If you retired from cricket at age 16 like me because you were sick of scoring three off 28, that rings a bell every weekend, uh, but you missed the great times with the boys, this is the podcast for you. With Lethal on the button, Skin on the numbers, Gody's exceptional puns and Hazard's constantly referencing no talks in every episode. This show really has all you need. Mm, that is true. Yeah. It's a great review. Oh, it is. Yeah, five, five stars. Thank you, Dan. Really, really handy. Mm-hmm. Um, Skin, I'm going to get us joke of the day to get oh. us underway. Yeah, please. Uh, something that we do enjoy a great deal. Now, you know, this is something I've done multiple times. You know how national days, uh, Skin, yeah. still not, we're not sure Who's national day? <laughs> because national means one country, doesn't yeah. it? So it's not international. Mm-hmm. And it's 100% not Australia. So I really probably have to work out where this website's from. But mm-hmm. uh, you won't believe this, but it is national nothing day. Okay. I can't make that up. Today. So, today, yeah. Somewhere. National nothing day. Well, everywhere. 
Whoever made that sub. No, but it's not everywhere because it, then it would be international. It's just Correct. somewhere. It's so that's, yeah, yeah. Okay. just could be in one particular somewhere. ocean or something. Okay. Anyway, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, so National Nothing Day. So my joke had to uh, incorporate that skin. <laughs> so a woman goes into labour with her child. Okay. The doctor says that they've actually invented a, uh, a new device to transfer some of the pain of childbirth to the father and they ask if it's okay to use this new device. The couple definitely agrees and so doctor turns the pain threshold up to 10%. The man says he feels nothing. There's the link. Yep, so nice, gotcha. Feels nothing, right? They then bump it up to 20% and the man still says he feels nothing. They keep doing this until they have finally pumped the machine up to 100%. And still the man says, I can feel absolutely nothing. Okay? Right. And then they go home and find the milkman dead on the porch. <laughs> I get it. Come on, King. The what do you milkman's mean? the father. The milkman's oh, the father. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> good. In more ways than one. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I've never seen you not get a joke. Yeah, yeah I know. It's really you're all over. Can, can you imagine your intensity over here? Yeah, yeah, I know. Man's oh, yeah. getting all the time. Come on, Kings. Honestly. Oh, jeez. Oh, my goodness. Well, you've got a story. Still, I do have a story. Yeah, you threw the story at me this afternoon, so it was good. No, but uh, we bring up my little fella Dom on this podcast, Bill. You actually bring him up more than I do, Lethal. He's a bit of a character, yeah. uh, my little fella. Dom. Dom. Mm. Yeah. He's, he's a maniac. And I'm like, sure there's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I know, right. But uh, like, and the listeners also know that uh, my language, uh, not only in this podcast, but, you know, possibly in the home front is uh, oh, colourful. I would say that your language on the podcast matches your language on the home front. Yeah. Okay. So you're very okay. consistent. As yeah. A well, it's not, it's not at people. It's just in general, right? Correct. So, but That's anyway, right. so like my, my little fella's nearly four now. He's quite a perceptive little fella. He's also quite an intelligent little fella. So um, we have a lot of fun with, you know, with that type of word. We, we often make jokes around it, like, you know, the swear words and stuff like that, as any dad does with their little fella. But anyway, Don was um, in his room the other day. Just He was just uh, – he was having quiet time, so quiet time, just watching a movie on the iPad generally or something like that or reading a couple of books. He needs to actually have a rest for a, an hour or two during the day because he's chaos, basically, at our house. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, he came running into Kathleen and I – with the iPad the other day and said, daddy, 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 look what I've done. Look what I've done. And he jumped up on the bed uh, and showed me the iPad. He'd opened up Google and typed in the word ass <laughs> and clicked search. <laughs> it was excellent. <laughs> Outstanding. To, to build on your story, when I was at your house last time, my laptop, I'm working on the computer yeah. and Dom sat on my lap. <laughs> He goes, can you open, like, I don't know what he called it. It wasn't, like he doesn't say like oh, Safari yeah. internet browser, but yeah. whatever he calls it. He's like, let me search. Types in poo. <laughs> it was one of the poorest searches. <laughs> like, but how funny is it? Was, honestly. It's hilarious, oh, but God. it was quite scarring. I didn't really want to look at that. Oh, didn't you have a heart attack when he started opening your laptop and trying to type your password into oh, when you weren't yeah, looking at that? No, was that's hilarious. not good. No, that's not what I needed at all. That's for sure. Um Let's move on, guys. Thank you, Gary. Uh, the first uh, first seg that will run mm-hmm. this evening. Um, it comes because that's the loudest car of all time, which yeah. is good. It's the uh, w- they're, they're going down to the Birkdale Tavern, I'm so sure of it, after <laughs> what I saw down there later, early on the evening. Oh, yeah, you went down there. Yeah, <laughs> it's teeth optional sort of scenario. You'll see some things down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what's worse, that or Googling poo. <laughs> Definitely the Birkdale Tavern. Good people, though, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Jump on board. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly right. 
Now, this segment, I won't reveal the name of it yet because that will ruin the surprise of the jingle that I always get to play, which you two both love. But Hayden has emailed in to the show. Oh, you know what I did forget to, speaking of? Mm. Um, we also had a guest joke this week. I should probably play that now. Do hey? it now. Yeah, I may as well. It's a free-for-all tonight. Sense. We so, only did the joke 10 minutes ago. Mm. Yeah, well, go didn't get it, so we may as well. Yeah. <laughs> Do another one. See if I can get this one. So this one came in from Niven, I think. I hope that mm-hmm. that pronunciation is correct. Mm-hmm. And the joke goes... Well, I'll let him tell it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Neven Patel here from Tampa, Florida. Neven, nice Just found to. you guys on Instagram. Love your content. Wanted to drop you a joke. What's the difference between an enzyme and a hormone? You can't hear an enzyme. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard so many, like yeah. a varied of that yeah. joke as well. Yeah. It reminded me of the one you told last week as well about Lahore. <laughs> That was, pretty, that was ropey. <laughs> that was ropey, but it was like quite funny. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Neven. Thank you, Neven. Neven numbers. <laughs> All right. Skin, I couldn't let that go. Yeah. Come on. You really could have. <laughs> <laughs> so easy to let that go. That's what that's yeah, but wide skin, outside of. That's not who It was Neven at that. If it was wide outside of. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to be the odd one out, Skin. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we please go to whatever the hell this next segment <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, so Hayden has emailed in um, and people can do that at wegotthechocolates.com.au. You can click on the Contact Us page. It says, hey, lads, I've got some new potty carbs that have just been brought in from the yard a few days ago and honestly, I'm sick of naming them. My fiancé insists that we do and she's leaving it up to me this time around. I'm in serious need of some help and thought Namestorm would be the only appropriate way to achieve this. Great. Thanks for your help, boys. Cheers, Hayden. From what? what's that? Go Mark Alden. Cool. Near Longreach. It's okay. great. Good, good, part, good part of the world. world. Yeah, I'll, gra- I'll grab Longreach. Yeah, you okay. do. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we know what that means. <laughs> I don't remember this intro being that long. No, no, no. And you're standing there without a name. So we'll give you one you can acclaim. I actually didn't think um, it was possible for the script to get any worse. <laughs> I, was, I wrote it. <laughs> Follow along. What about, um, there's a postscript here from Hayden. I'm okay. also considering using this na- this segment to name my child. Oh, my. Oh, that is uh, brilliant. That is ballsy. And a lot of pressure. I wouldn't recommend it and we oh. hold no responsibility. Give me a crack here, Skin. <laughs> there might be some really good cow names in here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's have a, let's have a uh, look. So we did indeed put this up on our Instagram page quite a number of weeks ago now, and thank you so much t- to you if you responded and to everyone that did respond. Um so I've tried to, again, break them into segments. We'll go through them quite quickly. I'll start with some of the random phrases that were sent in. Uh, cow- to clarify, we're naming cows. Potty calves are cows, yes? Correct. Thank yes. You. yes. Potty okay. cows. Are- potty cows. I haven't Googled potty cows. I shouldn't have cows at this new podcast. Dom has. Potty calves. <laughs> potty calves, they listen okay. to. Potty calves are your legs. Yeah. They're your body calves, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I interrupted. Just yeah. tell me some names. Yeah, do you actually walk out what a potty carve is? 
Uh, uh, well, Carve is a baby cow. Yeah, and, yeah well, what's yeah, a potty one? A potty one, one is one that listens to a podcast. Perfect. They're perfect for us yeah, today. Well, and let's go. Okay, here you go. So we'll start with just some of the random phrases. Cow incidents, obviously, that just makes sense. Uh-huh. Uh, Miss Mooniverse, I thought was quite good as well. There you are. There's some random names. Maurice, Mootilda, sorry, Maurice, <laughs> Mootilda, Moolissa, and Catalina, as in Catalina. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, skin, I've got a couple. I've broken this into a segment I call Ones to Offend Skin. Mm-hmm. And that is due to, if you don't know, Mitch is definitely a vegan. It has been for some time, haven't you? Yes. Maybe some years, time. Oh, maybe, I don't know, maybe four. Okay. Four, four years. Uh, so the Ones to send you, Offend You Skin for yeah. pet cows. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday dinner. Good God. Boots. Oh. Uncondensed milk. Oh, oh yeah, right. And okay. patty. Okay. There you go. And now the ones that we really want to get onto, I mean, I'll just reel these off quickly. This is the category titled Celebrities. Love this shit. Oh, <laughs> it's too oh, I can't tell you how much I hate this segment. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, no. If you ever get cows in Longreach, I guarantee you'll use three of these names. Okay. Here you go. Emily Ratajkowski. Mm-hmm. Muin Ali. Mm-hmm. Muella Deville. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. No. no. <laughs> This one's good. No. Queen LaBeefa. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> Donald, Donald Rump. Rump. Good. Excellent. Nice. Steak Lively. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Hugh Heffner. Mm-hmm. Simon Cow. That's the that's, most obvious Yeah, one. that's yeah. just his name. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's my buddy Jack Wilderman. He's got so many nicknames, Jack. <laughs> that's never going to get old, that's true. Uh, Mua Leeper. Mm-hmm. Steve O'Beef. Good bowler. Uh, yep. And Paul Rudder. As in the udder. Yeah. The part of the cow yeah, gives milk. What gets your votes there, Skin? I mean, you're oh. not Hayden, so it's Hayden that we'll yeah. have to hear yeah. from. But yeah. Oh, yeah, Jesus. I like God. Queen LaBeefa. I really like Queen LaBeefa. That's mm. one for me. But, like, I'll be honest, Haydos, if you're naming your daughter or son Queen LaBeefa, you're an idiot. What? It's well, not these are the kids, cows, mate. Yeah, well, it was the last sentence he said, mate. No, but he's not yeah, using no, this no, Not this one. A, a, I'm also considering using this. Se- oh, okay, right. Yeah. Just the also, name. Sorry, Hayden. You also, what about our idea that uh, potty calves are baby cows that listen to podcasts? <laughs> obviously, I don't know where you grew up in Longridge, but obviously not on a farm because apparently it's got like a, it's an actual thing. It's got nothing to do with podcasts. It's like a, a potty calf is a hand fed calf can, or something, something like that. It's an actual thing. Yeah, well, we shouldn't be shocked by that, should we? I thought we knew that. I did not know that. I thought he meant, I thought he was referencing that this is a podcast segment. You are. You are. That's what I'm saying is I was, I was, yeah, horribly misled. You've come to us for that information, like you would not believe this. A potty calf gets hand-filled milk, like as if like you're like reinventing the wheel. I'm not, okay, I'm saying that, I'm saying that I was an idiot. I'm Okay. Openly admitting but what you also to the public you also that blame, I was an idiot. But you, you also blame Lee and I yeah. that you're an idiot. And also, I was, well, I was her. under the impression that you were under the same impression. And I was wrong. I apologize. No, I'm we, the idiot. We, we actually Let's didn't, we yeah, actually right. didn't think gotcha. a cow yeah, gotcha. listens to podcasts, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not, we didn't actually think that was the case. Oh, I'd right. like them to <laughs> help the download yeah. numbers. <laughs> we could get one into every cow's ears. That'd be excellent. What about, okay, there's a massive tangent. Um, They've started... They've started putting virtual reality goggles on cows uh, to make them feel like they're living a nice, happy life while they take milk from them and then prepare them for slaughter. But yeah, so that's that's interesting. So so 
cows. <laughs> do that. That's a real damn mosquito from Well, they're not listening Holy to podcasts. Dude. They're in virtual reality. How exciting. Can you just let the nice hand rake off that? Thanks. <laughs> but do you know what their names are, buddy? Because <laughs> if their name I really don't. Yeah. No. If one of them's called Ske- Steve O'Beef, I'm really interested. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the name story. <laughs> what a good segment that was. Not honestly. How it? How it? Yeah. How we not gave getting, him the name? How we not getting more listeners to help that? The Queen Labeefa. <laughs> literally trying to help the community yeah. listen to more Queen Labeefa. Did you say community? <laughs> oh, oh shit! Said community. Cow community. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, okay. Well, that was maybe not that constructive for Hayden. No. Sorry, mate. But uh, we'll move on. Where are we going? <laughs> What's the biggest news event of our week? This week. Our week. Lots oh, of people's week. Lots of people's week. Novak. Novaks. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I been have. very, very what media-centric this week about yeah. Novak and the shenanigans yep. that's been going on there. Skin, you've yep. been our research man on this, and I'm really looking forward to what you can offer us okay. tonight. I'm sure everyone in Australia and probably the world's yeah. got their opinion. Yeah. But as we yeah. all know, I reckon like, most of them are waiting for skin to pick. Yeah, everyone's oh, desperate. Well, that's exactly why I threw it straight to him. Thanks, like, mate. Just yeah. throw me out of the bus. But it's either like, you know, like the – Foreign Minister of Australia, Prime Minister of Australia, all skin. And yeah. I, you know what? At the moment, I'm taking skin 100 percent of the time. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, skin. I hope you've got okay, this. Okay. Yeah. yeah go you really it. just thrown me out there. Well, you oh, threw us um, under the bus when you said fucking cows listen to podcasts. So yeah. And at least I, those cows are now going to know about Novak when they <laughs> listen to this podcast. So that's good. Maybe the cows are maybe on their VR. Already watching the news in virtual reality. <laughs> That's one of the great tangents. Yeah, that's, that's what, yeah they don't have like they don't have like a green field. They've got fucking Sky News on in the background. <laughs> oh well, I might be going to the slaughterhouse, but Novak's got deported. Oh, so. what the hell's that in my ass? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, freak it out. What do you got for a skin? I don't know, right, yeah, so no, the Novak Djokovic situation. I tried to, very hard to ignore it for a number of weeks and hope mm, it would yeah, go away, and it didn't. So I've I've ended up having to re- have a read into it. And didn't you and ever? There's a bloody bit going on. Like, yeah, there's a fair bit going on. It, I stumbled across it because Nick Curios came out and said a heap of stuff, basically, on yeah, a podcast. Yeah, yeah, Anyone yeah. hear that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah, he's got his own podcast. Does he? Does he? Nick Curios. Oh, podcast. Do you reckon he's got more listeners than us? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the work. Got many lists. We should get him on, a little yeah. cross promo. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah, yeah cross court really, promo. I'm, I'm sure he'd get a lot out of it. Absolutely. I think he'd be keen. Mm. I'll send the message tomorrow and I'll update everyone how we go next yeah, week. Controversial so. opinion, I don't mind him. I reckon oh, he's growing on me. He's and the best. Yeah, I really like good. him about 50% yeah. of the time. Yeah. yeah. He like, says some, he says, he just provides news. He says some dumbass stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Like, yeah. But, and then he's really growing like on me. Opposite of us sometimes. We could, with the leaf we could take out of his book, he never sits on the fence. No. Yeah, that's true. He's always just like straight. Sometimes you do have to sit on the fence though. Sometimes. Like if it's really high and you can't get over it. Yeah, you get paint up your ass. Come on, keep going. <laughs> Anyways, so Nick Curio said some stuff, and he's sitting in Novak's corner, um, and he, he said heaps of stuff, and he went pretty hard at, at various stages, but uh, he ended up saying something I thought was was reasonable. He, he read out, so Novak got back to him, essentially, after he'd been supporting him. Novak sent him a message and said, uh, trying to actually understand the situation and have a bit of objectivity rather than firing bullets right away. I appreciate that. Thank you. So, Kyrgios has read that message from Novak mm-hmm. out and said, so he's literally just asking for a bit of understanding. That's all he's, that's all he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Kyrgios was pointing that out to people like Nadal and, and I think mm. Murray and Sitsipas and, and Dimonor who have, who have said. I read Murray's sort of statements. Quiet. I think he just went real by the book. Like he didn't upset yeah. anyone. Murray yeah, just yeah, said, yeah. oh, it's not a great look for tennis. That's what yeah. he said. Yeah, so he was trying not to upset yeah. anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And curious. Classic Andy Point Martin. Well. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Personality. Um, um, yeah, yeah. And, and so Curious was was essentially just trying to give him a bit of support and saying that he, he should have gotten some from other players, you know, and, and other players weren't really so in his corner. Um, and Rafael Nadal has said, has said plenty of stuff. I've seen three or four things pop up from Rafael Nadal. This one says, uh, a bit on here. Uh, it's very clear that Novak Djokovic is one of the best players in history without a doubt, but there is no one player in history that's more important than an event. Australian Open is much more important than any player. If he's playing finally, okay. If he's not, Australian Open will always be great with or without him. Um, so that was that was Rafa's point of view, and and Alex Diminor came out and said Australians have been through a lot. There's no secret about that. If you want to come into the country, you have to be double vaccinated. It was up to him. His choices, his choice. So everyone's just been sort of giving him a bit of a mm-hmm. roasting, and then then Curios is not. Um, yeah. I'm I'm really interested to hear your what you're going to say next about our immigration. Yeah, so that's what happened. Is I started I tried to ignore it for weeks, and yeah. then I've started reading, and then I've ended up in this massive deep rabbit hole where I'm that's reading. And I love it. I love it. We section get 133 of the Australia's Migration Act or something. <laughs> Good. So it's just a shambles. So he's 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 been he's come over and his his visa was cancelled and he yeah. was put up in bloody some sort of mm-hmm. refugee hotel thing yeah. and he was locked down and and then everyone's yeah like essentially uh, protesting that and his dad's over in, over yeah. comparing him so, to Jesus yeah. and yeah. Like all sorts of rights yeah. in the street and stuff. yeah with like fifty four of his best mates or something like <laughs> lucky we bought those tanks this week then I guess <laughs> how the hell does he have fifty four mates I've just got you two. <laughs> And the listeners. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Um, so, four. so the three people out there. <laughs> yeah, so all that's going on. And I suppose, I, yeah, I don't know. I suppose my opinion at, at that stage, and, and probably still is that, uh, well, I mean, sitting in a hotel and waiting to hear if you can stay in Australia or go back to your country is really not like a massive human rights violation when there are people that are like actually at sort of – They've been there for nine years. Yeah, refugees yeah, yeah. that have been stuck there for ages. Like we yeah. can probably all have a bit more perspective. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and I just, I, it's, it seemed like like Novak was a bit of a flog. And I mean, there are very clearly defined rules. And if you choose to break them, then you're probably not mm. going to be allowed to well, enter the well, country. And I'd probably still hold that view. Sorry, again. Yeah, no, no. Well, I was going to say, like, I mean, it's sort of come out recently as well. And like, I was just reading your comment from the immigration minister. It's not necessarily so much the break of rules, but it, what does it say? He is a talisman of the anti-vax. Yes, exactly. That's sediment. what I was going to say. Yeah. So, well, do you want to get more into that? Well, yeah. So he's, uh, like, so they, then they've had, his lawyers have gotten involved and they've had, they've gone to court mm-hmm. and they've found out that uh, they've overturned it and suddenly he's bloody down in Melbourne hitting tennis balls like he's, he's a free man. And then mm-hmm. now they've changed their mind again and they've cancelled the visa again. And it's it's Alex Hawke, who's the immigration minister. And he's he said that, well, yeah, it's been cancelled because he's, uh, Djokovic's presence in Australia might risk civil unrest as he's the talisman of anti-vaccination sentiment. Oh, well, I just find that so funny because- I like, get it all. Well, like, isn't, like, like numerous members of the current government, like, outspoken anti-vax as well? I don't know. I, could be I don't know enough. Yeah, I don't know enough either. But, but yeah. the, what I've been reading as well, like, so I think, like, there's a large degree, or not maybe not a large degree, but isn't there some hip-hop, hip-hop, hip-ocracy? Yeah. about some of that like if he's broken the rules sure but if it's not due to a rules break and it's just oh yeah, yeah. like we think shit will hit the fan if yeah. he stays well, that's, yeah, yeah. Like, is, that's that, what I, is that not really interesting that is really interesting yeah. and I found that really interesting as well because the safer option would just be to say he broke the rules we're really worried about everyone's safety so we're not having unvaccinated people running around so yeah. get nicked yeah. that would be fine but to say 
he's got an idea that we don't agree with and we're worried that he's going to get too many people to agree with his idea that it's going to become an issue for us is probably getting a little bit dangerous. And yeah, a bunch of lawyers have come out and said essentially that, that they've, they've dropped the bar far too low to not allow people into Australia. Um, right. And yeah, that's, that's interesting. I don't know where I sit on that, but that's, that's a big old debate. Well, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> it, has he broken the rules? Yes or no? Well, we, well, we don't, we don't know enough. You don't have to say no if he's like, he was going to, well, well, that's back. what I mean. Like, how did he get here in the first place? Well, yeah, and don't say know. by plane. <laughs> I think, I think it, it might have been. Yeah. Good. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, would, right. But I assume if he got, if he then had a clearance to play, mm. then he must not really be breaking rules, is he? Or mm. must be very grey. Yeah, yeah, like who's made that initial? Then, there was another. There was another issue where he filled out his form wrong, or someone filled yeah. out his form wrong about what he'd been doing in the last couple of days. Yeah. So that became another headache. And, it just oh, surely it just shouldn't no, have dragged out like this. Yeah, like this exactly. is no good for anyone. Like yeah. either just say yeah. no, don't come, you yeah. can't play, yeah. or. Yeah, it's come, been, it's you can split, play. It's been a complete out of cock up from yeah. everyone involved from start. But of I don't buy that argument about like the Australians aren't out there like going, oh, Novak Djokovic doesn't get vaccinated, so I won't either. Like a, if you're an anti vaxxer you're an anti vaxxer yeah. 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 You're not, you're not <laughs> yeah. like looking at Novak yeah. and being like, oh, well, the tennis player's not doing it. Yeah, so maybe I won't do it either. Yeah, yeah. Like no, I just, I, I don't buy that as no. like the talisman thing. No, no, I agree. Provide a very good distraction for the fact that we can't buy groceries or. Tests anywhere at the moment, but that's another story. Yeah, a rat test would be handy if anyone's gone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So one of his I ordered ten of them one. about seven weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so. good. You're getting by April. <laughs> you probably swap Novak for a tennis racket. <laughs> yeah, I just said that, mate. That exact same joking you just sold. I said it louder. And no, good. Closer to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You reach for that beard down there. <laughs> Are you happy with that? That's good. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I've got nothing out there. Apologies if it. You've been fantastic. Too, if you it was have- a bit on the fence. You've been fantastic tonight. I can't. You've just I been. Know, a, I don't yeah. think that was on the fence. I think it's a, it's a confusing. That is yeah. confusing. Well, that's what I mean. It's an easy topic to be on the fence about because it's like. I, no one has a clue what's going on. No. <laughs> he was here. Yeah. He was it's gone, about as clear as mud. again and now he's yeah. actually yeah. properly gone. Yeah. yeah. I saw the French Open like uh, having real issues that him in too as well. So shit could really hit yeah. the fence. Oh, actually, I've just thought of something else to add. Oh, this he's, is going to be good. <laughs> he's, he hasn't just been banned. He's been banned yeah, for, for three, three years. years. He can't come back for three years. Yeah. He's probably never playing the Australian Open again unless unless he finds some extenuating yeah. circumstance and can somehow. He's saying disguise. He's saying yeah. oh, disguise. No, like, grow a mustache. Like he would have to. He would have to go through a shit ton of legal Joe systems to say that Alex Hawkins. An if he's a real supporter, if we got the chocolates, Jovac Chokovic. Ah, uh, yeah. No, no. no <laughs> happy to be over here by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
What's that, uh, what is that uh, hat you're wearing too, by the way? Not the worst. Well, Matt. these people can't hear it. <laughs> can't hear the hat. <laughs> it sounds fine. You fucking nearly hear it rustling in the headphones. Is that thick? Jesus. The corduroy. Dude, yeah, thick oh, corduroy. Yeah. Pretty, pretty hot too. Oh, mm. Not wrong. This room is fucking like a sauna. Yeah, correct. Uh, skin, a yes. uh, segment you did last week. Holidays from Hell, I believe. Was oh, it? yeah. Can you give us a quick just recap on what we went through? Keep on that? going on your roll tonight, yeah, Skins. Right. You've been fucking on fire. I'll try. I've spent so long preparing for Djokovic, I feel underprepared for this one. But what happened there? <laughs> we we talked about holidays. Uh, we asked if people had some rogue stories from their holiday because I thought I had a rogue story where I was locked down for COVID, which ended up being commonplace. But, yeah, people have have some frigging hellish holidays going on. And we, we've had a few sent in. We read out plenty last week, and I think we've got a new one who should be on the phone. We do. We have Mitch... So, Skin, your namesake, actually. Lovely. Uh, he is on the phone to tell his. All I heard was he woke up in budgie smugglers in, I believe, Bali. Okay. This would be awkward if he does now answer the phone. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Perfect timing. Yeah. He has. Hey, bro. He's here. Hello, Mitch. Uh, this What's is Steve. We got the Chocolates podcast. You're actually like live on recording air. right now. Live. Yeah. Good Lord. Well, I mean, it's, don't swear. It's absolutely not live. But no. no swearing live. Not allowed. No. Well, Goaty swears every third word, so I think you'll be fine. <laughs> I was. Uh, I was thinking the podcast was doing quite well, but if you call me for a yarn, you're in the bottom of the barrel. Well done. We You've really, really are. been our best caller tonight. <laughs> Good stuff, but um, now we were calling you about your holiday. Friend. Can you stop popping bubble wrap or whatever you're doing in the background? Well, you, well, yeah, no, sorry, I was just putting a window down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, your story about your holiday from hell, you wrote in quite an interesting one last week when Skin was going through it, and so we thought we'd get you on the phone. Have you been practicing your storytelling? Uh, yeah, well, I uh, after I gave that little record, I was like, oh, I missed so many good good bits of that. But um, Take us on a yeah, journey, I'll, man. <laughs> all right. Um, so a couple of years ago, um, went off on a holiday to Thailand um, and first stop was Koh Samui. So Koh Samui is awesome. It's just um, pretty much like a little party island. Um, a lot of cows live there by any chance. <laughs> I don't believe so. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> Sorry, continue, Mitch. You'll actually um, work out that joke when you listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's got to be there. Um, so we- so you got a beef there? I'm trying, Skin. You're milking it out of me here. Oh, oh, see, that's why you're Can we swap, can we swap, swap this match for our match, 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 match intensity? Skin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've uh, we've headed off on um, on a little day cruise um, from Coast Samui. So it takes you out, go for a little swim and a little snorkel, um, and then gives you a bit of a um, food and drink package. And Day was going beautifully, and then we um, were heading back into back into the coast later in the Arvo, and um, they pretty much told all, all of us on the cruise, probably about twenty of us, that all you can drink from here on in. So it was a nice little sunset and um, drinking away, and um, making our way back in. And there was something a little bit dodgy tasting about the vodka. So like some people say that um, you know if it's watered down or if it has ice in it, apparently the tap water in Thailand's like a big no no. Um, and then there was also a very strange looking four foot man working behind the bar. You could just see his hair. Was it um, late? <laughs> you were say that. <laughs> yeah. So there was a whole, whole bunch of dodgy shit going on, but, um, it's not enough to obviously, um, alter my decision. So I kept drinking and, uh, got back in and, um, there was a little bar that was open that was kind of like, um, I don't know, like a little sponsor of the cruise or whatever. So you get straight off and they, they 
uh, herd you into uh, into another bar. You like that? Good. Yeah, that's excellent. Oh, well done. And I heard exactly what you said. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then from that moment on, that's where um, the memory starts to get really hazy. So, like, I've I, I do have a drink occasionally. I, I do know how to control myself, you know, ninety nine percent of the time. Um, but from this point on, I completely lost the plot. It was like I was a third, like in third person on Grand Theft Auto, watching someone just like bash up old ladies with a baseball and just couldn't do anything about it. But oh, the story was, got heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it just, so you just, didn't I, do that. You didn't actually. No. Oh, good. No. Just for our legal <laughs> team. Couldn't <laughs> fast up anyone, but um, fully like lost control and like the me- the next like five to six hours is just so patchy. So what I can remember, we wrapped up there and then it, everyone was heading back to their hotel or sorry, back to their little rooms um, at the resort and it just so happened to be a terrible coincidence that it was the King's, Thailand King's birthday like public holiday or whatever um so everything's just everything was shut it was like a dead set ghost town um which was uh very frustrating for uh, a person in the mood that i was in i just refused to take no for an answer that at that point in time so i was just wandering around um got back to the room and missus was trying to keep me there and i've um i've just done uh, that you got no and chain yeah, you're like, no, nah, I've got, you've got no idea. I know, I know everything, and I'm going to go out and uh, go have a good night. And so I just left in my budgies that I've been in all day. hadn't get, hadn't got changed. So I'm just out walking these deserted little streets of Koh Samui trying to find a bar, and it was just like tumbleweeds, absolutely nothing going on. And apparently, somewhere along the line, someone had told me that the only way you can get a drink is if like you're having a meal or if you're like at a restaurant. So I've found this restaurant. And there's like all these, you know, all these couples having quite a sophisticated dinner. Um, and I've spotted this bar right through the restaurant at the back. And I've just waltzed on through with a terrible sloppy holiday rig in budgie smugglers and just headed straight for the bar, uh, ordering some drinks. And I was just sitting there and had a few more and and then uh, kind of got the vibe from a few uh a few eyes of the people around that wasn't really wanted there. Um <laughs> That is shock. Yeah, outstayed my welcome a little bit. Had a few drinks and I've realised I've gone. Oh, mate, I um I don't have my wallet on me. Um, so I've got five drink or well, four or five drinks there that I've had to pay for that uh, that I couldn't. Oh, no. So I tried to explain to the little fella behind the bar, and then uh, within about thirty seconds, I got a tap on the shoulder, and I turned around, and there's like four policemen standing there with like two security guards from the from the resort as well. And they're like, yeah, you got to come with us. And I was just like, oh, this isn't good. So I think they kind of gave me a bit of an option. And they're like, you know, option one's not not very good. Option two, you give us like 400 baht, which was definitely a lot more than what four drinks is worth in Thailand. I was like, yeah, sweet, I'll do that. So um, they escorted my room. And um, one of one of my not-so-fond memories is, the look on the, the uh, girlfriend's face when she's opened the door with me getting escorted by six Thailand police in, <laughs> in just budgie smugglers. <laughs> Budgies and um and probably cross eyed and having no idea what was going on. I was just like, Yeah, I was like, get my wallet, get all the cash out, hand it over. So um that uh yeah, and then fo- followed up by waking up the next morning and just like with so much confusion and I'd like just felt like it was all 
a dream, but it was actually just like a nightmare that was actually happening. Holiday from hell. Yeah, that is. That is. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I'd heard someone else on the same trip went back to their bed and just like was talking nonsense and like pissed the bed and like completely lost the plot as well. So I was glad I wasn't the other one. <laughs> yeah, I came uh, in the same situation or similar situation. But um, yeah, yeah, that was my holiday experience from hell. Quality, mate. Yeah. Quality. Oh, well, man. I mean, not quality no, at no, all. No, Pretty yeah. ordinary Sorry experience. Sorry to hear that. Fact, that was, <laughs> right up near the top of the list, yeah. Yeah, but it's definitely topping the charts in yeah. holidays from hell. And definitely um, stay tuned for when the We Got the Chocolates budgie smugglers are out and ready to be purchased because you might have to get yourself in a pair of them. Uh, they are out, aren't they? I've seen them. Yeah, you've seen, well, you've seen me wear them, but that's a very special thing. But they uh, are coming in Liverpool that was in the next Friday couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that was just when we were in Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, only allowed in Thailand. Yes, yeah, yeah, so. right. no, but we will. Uh, no, watch the space, mate. They are coming properly. That's for sure. Thank you so much for making your debut on the We Got the Chocolates podcast, Mitch. Appreciate it a great deal. Thanks, boys. Have a good one. Thanks, Cheers, mate. mate. Bye. Bye. Now, guys, the AFLW returned this week around Australia. Um, well, actually, it was the last week, wasn't it, that it returned? So we. we Two rounds through now. Uh, round one saw a grand final rematch between the Adelaide Crows and the Brisbane Lions, and the Lions with this time on the wrong end of the result, uh, beaten by the Crows 39-9. to nine. But Bell Dawes from the Lions was still kind enough to jump on the phone for a bit of a recap and a chat, and this is how that chat went. Well, Bell, thank you so much for joining me on the We Got the Chocolates podcast. It is your debut. Congratulations on that. Thanks very much for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm very excited. Now, Bella, I've got to start with the first thing. I didn't realise when I was looking up, like obviously having to do as much research as possible for the polished machine that we are at the We Got the Chocolates <laughs> podcast here. I was looking for your name for ages on the player stats for the Brisbane Lions and did not realise that Bell was actually short for Isabel. Yeah, I know. Isabel, the, the only time I hear that is when my mum's super angry at me. So... When you when you DM'd me, Isabel, I was like, who is this? You know, yeah, freaked yeah. me out for a second, yeah. Exactly, I know. It seems really official. So that freaked me out. And it does, uh, I do have to ask, and I hope, I assume I'm probably not creative enough to have come up with this for the first time, but Bell Doors does lean itself to the nickname Doorbell, does it not? Doorbell, Doorbell, Ding Dong. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's heaps that I've got over the years. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> right. Um, well, do you reckon the guy that invented knock-knock jokes deserves a Nobel Prize, Bell? Oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. Thank you. I mean, you, you could really good. tell in your reaction. It seemed like you were just uncontrollable fits of <laughs> no, laughter. No, I've, I've watched your I've watched your podcast, your um, jokes, and I actually do crack up with a few of them. Okay. So. Well, that's good news. Well, let's go on to, to some of your footy. Let's talk about <laughs> thing. Let's talk about what you're actually incredibly good at. I mean, the list would be long, but we'll start with the, the footy. Uh, there was obviously no easing into the competition. Round one on the weekend, the, the Crows were a force on Sunday afternoon, weren't they? Yeah, I know. I mean, grand final rematch, you know, what a what a way to start the season. And um, I, I guess we thought there was going to be a lot of pressure, you know, that they want redemption and we were ready for that, but I guess not ready to that extent. They really brought it to us. So props to Adelaide, but I guess um, the world hasn't seen our footy this year. So excited to still um, showcase what we actually can do because that, that wasn't the way we wanted to start the season, but hey, like, we'll just build from that. Awesome. Yeah. So I was going to say, so obviously the Crows are impressive, Bell, but that's certainly not peak Lions performance, you're happy to say. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, the way we've uh, training pre-season and what we've been showing um, – 
leading up to that, uh, we didn't even get to show any of that. And I guess that's, yeah, again, props to Adelaide's pressure. Like we could not get our game going at all. But, um, yeah, we're excited to show what we can do and what our standard is and um, line, coming forward. Oh, the Lions have been a pretty formidable force for certainly like the last couple of years, right, right up and about played in a couple of grand finals, obviously winning last year. Uh, has yeah. there been many changes in personnel? Are you starting to get some sort of players that are, that are dropping off now with retirements and things like that? Is it a much different squad this year? Um, not really. I guess over the last few years, um, it's the squad's been pretty solid and building. And um, I know Craig likes to say, um, you know, we, we want good players, but we also want good people. So I think we've just built a really good culture over the last few years. And I think that's why what, what led to our success last year. And even the new ones we've picked up this year um, have slotted in greatly and added some new flavor. So, um, yeah, I think it's just great, great little culture. Awesome. And then in terms of your own game, Belle, can we expect big numbers from you? There's a couple of standout yeah. performances on the, on the weekend across the competition. Um, is, is that – what did you get? You got 10 disposals. How how many can we expect from you most games, do you reckon? Oh, let's, I want to get like an average of 17. That's my number, so let's okay. go to 17. So 17. I'm going to build that. Um, but, yeah, like, we couldn't get our game going, neither could I. But, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to have a big year, had a, had a pretty big off-season. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. yeah, hope you build that up. And that's that's actually where I like where I first got to have a conversation with you about. Yeah, just remember that. Yeah. <laughs> when I was I was teaching myself at thirty years of age finally how to kick a football because no one's ever shown me how to do it properly. I just sort of taught yeah. myself playing playing for uh, the mighty Alex Hills uh, Div Two reserves there. What a side! Oh, um, Jesus! <laughs> and you were there, and you you obviously have done. Is that something that you pride yourself on in the competition? Your ability, certainly your kicking accuracy as well. That's obviously an area. You you work on a lot. Yeah, 100%. Like working on my um, kicking, you know, enhanced footy, that's what you've done. I, I reckon you've enhanced yours from what I saw, but Absolutely. no, I definitely definitely worked on that and got a lot more penetration in my kicks. But um, yeah, definitely definitely one of my weapons. Yeah, ben, Ben, yeah. enhanced footy, what a man. He can absolutely he teach you how to kick if you are a young budding footballer out there or even not so young as I was. Or uh, if, you're, if you're on a podcast and <laughs> can only play cricket and make jokes, exactly. he, can, he can teach you. He can even teach you. I know. Uh, some people did actually make comments like that. Like, wow, Lee, that this is the first kick I've seen spin backwards in your career. <laughs> Things like that. So there you go. Down to Ben. Um, some other <laughs> some other notable results across the AFLW competition as a whole. Well, Richmond looked pretty impressive kicking 10, 10 goals against St Kilda. The Demons, Dockers and Collingwood also had big wins. Uh, who were some of the teams that you're pretty wary of of this year whilst trying to defend your title? Title, yeah. Well, um, I think if round one showed us anything, um, you know, we're just going to take it game by game, I guess. Um, we've got to have high standards for everyone, which we do. But, yeah, you know, obviously um, AFL is born and bred in Victoria, so all the teams down south, but also – our friends over in WA, um, they're always a good good rivalry and good matchup. I reckon WA and Vic, any teams around there um, yeah. who we're mainly looking at. But, yeah, we're taking it game by game and everyone's everyone can get you on a, a day if you drop your head or get a bit complacent. So every team basically. <laughs> um, and there are a couple of things outside of footy that I was interested to ask you about. I have heard that Certainly in your well, your off season, your pre season, I know that uh, you you're quite certainly from the Instagram stalking I've done, decent <laughs> at skating, uh, you can shoot a basketball. What are, what are some of the hobbies? And you know, like, are these hobbies or are these things that outside of footy you might sort of go Jared Hayne style, try and make it in another sport as well? <laughs> yeah, literally get, get into the Olympics for skating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the kid that won it this year, <laughs> there was a kid that won it that was like fifteen this year. Yeah, <laughs> so, what was his name? Keegan. Yeah, Keegan, yeah. But um, no, yeah, skating, 
basketball or even surfing. I mean, I'm not as good as I am at footy at it, but I reckon that's just all like just great stuff to do, especially living on the coast. It's just a lifestyle, I reckon. Like not to sound super like, oh, it's a lifestyle, but honestly, it's just, it's fun to do. You know, I'm not great at it. And um, someone asked me the other day on Instagram, oh, like, do you get worried about injuring yourself? And I just wrote, oh, like I stay in my limits. You know what I mean? Like, no, I know what my limits are. Yeah. Not trying to like, yeah, you send know. it in the deep end in the bowl, but not doing yeah, like 360 fun. airs and stuff. And yeah, stuff. literally. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And then, because yeah. I just mentioned to you just before we started recording, like, are, are you going to have to move to Brisbane for, for footy? And you're like, absolutely not. <laughs> no, <laughs> no way. Literally, I'll drive. I'll drive down that highway. You know what I mean. Yeah. Give and me, give me a coffee at Wild Horse, and <laughs> that's good. That is yeah. good coffee, actually. I've got a funny story about that that I'll tell you at some point. Um, okay. <laughs> we, we have, and then who did you grow up playing your footy for on the on the coast there? Oh no! Well, I grew up in Victoria. Oh right. So I played down in Frankston. Do you know anything about Frankston? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, I've yeah. Played well, that's where through cricket actually, but yeah. Hey, yeah. So I grew up playing there, and then um, I moved up to the coast and played at um, Coolum with girls footy when I when I was about. 14. Yep. So, and yeah, haven't, haven't left the coast since then. Perfect. Finished school, but yeah, it's best place, best place in Australia. Put, put my foot down on it. <laughs> <laughs> Even better than Frankston. Oh yeah. Sunny, Sunshine Coast and Frankston, probably on a par. Passes. Top yeah. two. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and Ipswich, put Ipswich up there. <laughs> How the heck did Ipswich get in there? <laughs> All right. I won't ask any questions about that. I'll just take your word for it. Um, and then what's this I hear about your rapping, your, your pre-game raps? Can you talk us through that? Yeah, pre, bit of pre-game raps. I don't know. I, I started a, like, I think it was last year um, and I was just on the plane. I was like, you know, I'm going to write a little rap about the other team. Basically, and uh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, yeah, it's a pretty in house thing because it, Is it you like know, sledging it, it, yeah, it's sledging, it's <laughs> and it's hyping us up. It's like, yeah, it's just a bit of a pump up, but um, yeah, it is for the for the girls' ears and the coaches' ears only. I mean, it's, so you get a few eyebrow raises when you're right. wrapping them, right. but no, it's pretty fun. Um, uh, a little example before our grand final, I had my mate Jessie help me too. She did the hook because I didn't have a singing voice, but I've got a little rapping voice. And you know the song, you know the song, Where's the Love? Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. so we did that, but we changed it to, so it's like, Where's the Love? And it was, We Want the Cup. And it oh, kind of flowed. Yeah, yeah. And after we won, we're going around Adelaide and we're screaming, We Won the Cup. And that like, just because it flowed off. But yeah, so that was a little example. But yeah, um, you also had a rap verse in that. What's wrong with the world, oh, Momo, and all that? You had words yeah, for everything. Yeah, yeah, literally all that. I'll that tell you what, you, you you get me back on the show and I'll do a rap for you. All right, that's a deal. And do you make the Brisbane Lions social media person just put the phone down when you start doing that so that it doesn't make yeah. its way onto um, I mean, one time one of the um, staff was videoing and then I said one line and then she just put the phone down and stopped recording. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sorry about that one. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And then Bell just wind us out. You take on Carlton this week and that's at Maroochydore, which is obviously sure, your yeah. yeah your home area. So uh, you should be able to get some support there. Give it a little call to action. Make sure people come down and watch you. Yeah, I think I think a few of the girls will and I'm pretty excited to play Maroochydore. I think the locals are as well and it's going to be great atmosphere and it's a great field. So I know the girls and um, the Sunny Coast and even our Brisbane fans getting down. It's going to be, it's going to be a great day. So... Yeah, hopefully we can get the dub. Yeah, hopefully you can get the chocolates, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, get the chocolates. Oh, yep. Well rounded out, Belle. That's fantastic. And I do appreciate you making yourself available for the We Got The Chocolates podcast. Um, it's been so good to chat to you. And obviously, we wish you the best of luck for the rest of the season. For sure. Thanks so much. And Can't wait to will. see some more puns. And obviously, we'll speak to you again for that wrap. That's a given. Awesome. Can't wait. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Belle. 
Thanks, guys. That was the chat with Bell Doors. What a go. Hopefully, we're, make sure you're watching. Uh, there's 10 rounds, I think, of the AFLW, so you can have a look at how she goes in the midfield there, trying to rack some disposals over the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. To wind out this episode of the podcast, let's finish with you're in for a tweet. Oh, right. And, and generally, it's Goaty that takes this segment almost exclusively. Nearly. <laughs> you just throw me under the bus with it most uh, of the time. Yeah, pretty much. But I've actually found one this week somehow, given I don't have a Twitter account. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that makes it quite tricky. Right? <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've got one. So we're going to have a little comp. I think Goaty's got one as well. And Lethal will be the judge. We'll see who's got the better one. Um, and we, we obviously spoke a lot about Novak Djokovic. That's pretty big news in sport this week. But uh, so is the Ashes. Australia just... Just won them last Similar. night. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so this one's this one's from Matt says, uh, England were docked eight points for a slow over eight. Yeah, uh, that was at the Gabba, I think, in the first game. Docked eight points for a slow over eight and gained four for clinging on to a draw at the SCG. Um, so they would have been better placed in the World Test Championship Championship if they just forfeited all five tests and stayed home. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair enough. That is fair. Oh, that was a, a debacle of a trip, really. Yeah. Not great. I don't we'll think too them. many people will look on that. Fondly oh, from the England no, setup. Uh, no. Look back on that. Poor fellas. All right. Mine's also ashes related skin. So there's a little ashes battle. Okay, all right. And this one's dedicated to a former guest of ours, Marnie. Okay. Yeah. No. He'll, he'll love it, I reckon. Okay. You reckon? I'll send it to him. All right. This is uh, from Daniel Churney. Uh, and it says The only thing slower than getting back a PCR test result is Marnus walking off after getting out. <laughs> I love that you made that point last week. <laughs> uh, He's yeah. never in a hurry. No, 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 no. He's actually Absolutely. still walking up from Bell Reef now. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh, just imagine him before he got his licence. Been real slow <laughs> mode of transport. Could not be any out. slower than what you are doing anything. Good point. So that's wrapped up. We got the Chocolates episode 115. Great stuff to everyone concerned. Well made, well listened mm-hmm. uh, to all of you. And Mitch, where would we like people to get in touch with if they've got some stories and things to contribute to the show as well? Yeah, and probably anywhere on social media, really Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all that sort of jazz. We're just We Got the Chocolates. And if you can't find any of those, or even if you can, just go to our website as well, wegotthechocolates.com.au. Don't forget to give us a rating and review too. A good one. Yes, that's at Apple and Spotify. Spotify. Good people at Spotify. That's exactly right. And uh, just remember that if you're at a sporting fixture or telling a dad joke or just having a barbecue with your mates, as long as you are out and having a good time, you are absolutely getting the chocolates. We love speaking to you every week and we'll be back at the same time next week. Thanks so much. And as always, good luck in the future. That stops. Well... That's the podcast. So what the hell are you still doing here? Go and get the chocolates, you marvellous beast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.